Hey, what's happening? You're tuned to that upper left life. I'm Randy. I live here in Spokane, Washington. And every other Monday, I have conversations with my friends about music, movies, food, and of course, the sights in and around the Pacific Northwest. You know, the 315. Today on That Upper Left Life, Aaron, Ryan, and I talk about the Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus. I'm Randy Badano. I'm Aaron Clary. I'm Ryan Kip. And you're listening to That Upper Left Life. All right, so we've seen this series on Disney Plus. I mean, a lot of the stuff so far with Disney. Plus has been pretty decent, right? Yep. What is it? The uh, my favorite one so far has got to be. It's a toss up between the Mandalorian and Kate Bishop and uh, and Hawkeye series. Uh, I think it's really good. But the book of Boba Fett intrigued me because growing up, Boba Fett was one of those guys. He didn't get really an introduction in Empire, and and all of a sudden he is like this superhero like everybody loved him but he died like a jedi returned to jedi and that was it but his legend lives on right yeah so with the newer ones that disney did with the the prequels and how you know jango fett and everything like that came in and you figured out how boba fett came to be so his origin story was set and it was that was it it was like oh my gosh are they going to bring this guy back how many years later, a decade or so later, a couple of decades later, we've got the Book of Boba Fett. Well, when I heard this Book of Boba Fett uh, show was coming out, I I was freaking out because I, I don't know anything about Boba Fett. I, I never read anything. I didn't know anything about him. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty mysterious. So that's the whole thing is when you heard heard the, the question is, so what was your reaction when this thing kicked in? Oh, I was thrilled. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're watching Mandalorian and then season two and Boba Fett shows up yeah. and Donkey Stick and starts to whoop on all these <laughs> these troopers rear ends and just going to town on him. Yeah. So that was, that was great. I mean, initially I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, when we saw him in Mandalorian, I was like, this is it. It's going to be awesome. I just thought, yeah, I now don't understand why 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 did i never care about boba fett oh you're one of the few i i I never really cared about him i mean he was just he went into the pit in return of the jedi and that's about it i never really gave him any thought in my mind so what did you what did you think of him prior um prior i knew about him from clone wars Mm. because we you know of course you see the beginning of boba fett all the way back in um episode two or three when because you see him with Django Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, Django Fett's pretty cool. Then you watch the initial um, clone troopers. Those mm-hmm. are all direct, you know, DNA mm-hmm. of uh, Django Fett. And they could actually hit stuff when they shot. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so <laughs> at that time, it was really cool. Then, you know, then they share the origin stories of Boba Fett as he's getting older and growing up and his adventures and misadventures mm-hmm. with the 
different Jedi through the time. Yeah. So you, Ryan, had a little more understanding. Yeah. So he's he's gone through more of the more of the actual the events that they yeah. filled in the gaps prior to because there was a big gap between the the prequels and then all of a sudden nothing until Empire. Yeah. So a lot of the cartoons, the animation, really filled in the gaps of uh, Boba Fett's history or, or history with the, the rebellion and everything like that and the Empire. So after the first episode now, when we when you guys first watched that first episode, what did you, what was your initial reaction like? What what did you think about it? Did it did it just get you hyped up or did it make you guys feel iffy about it? Crickets. Well, first one, you know, you're kind of I've watched some of the other Disney Plus series. You know, you're like, all right, this might be a slow burn. That's but me. I was given the benefit of the doubt. You know, it was slow, but hey, it could still take off. You know, mainly because I had confidence um, in Filoni and Fravoa with the directing and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. They'd done so good beforehand, mm -hmm. and then. Of course, the music in the first one was just, I mean, uh, and Boba Fett was just epic. So, I mean, like, if you have the director, you have the music, you should be able to put a story behind mm -hmm, it. So, mm -hmm. I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. Okay. I was pretty uh, excited to see more of the story mm -hmm. after the first episode. I just remember saying, this seems like Star Wars. Yeah. So. Yeah. And for me, I, I, I just thought it was... I was hopeful, <laughs> right? I was pretty hopeful about it. But uh, as it went on, it kind of drugged, right? The, the, the couple of episodes after that, it just seemed like it was just going by the wayside. Like it was getting kind of, I mean, he wasn't as, as cool as he was. He was old knight. And I wonder if that was the case, right? That they were trying to, they were trying to show you his age and his wear and tear because of what had happened and and you know this whole history that he's already had with uh with with the star wars series so what you know what what else disappointed you guys well i guess as it's going on you're starting to see it's slow but you had the uh, sand with the sand people mm -hmm. i can't remember what they're called but the sand i just call them sand i think they're sand people tuscan raiders, tuscan raiders. Yeah. Tuscan raiders. yeah sand people tuscan raiders yeah, yeah. i like the intrigue of exploring the Tusken Raiders a little bit more because that was a totally untouched thing in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. You only see Luke massacring them and how yes. horrible they are. Yeah. You, you know, but that was part of their culture and different things. So they actually, if they could have delved, if they would have went into that. So I was excited that, but then my disappointment was, then they just disappeared. Yeah. You know, like after episode. They dropped off. They just like, well, they got rid of them and like they were a means to an end. That's yeah. They and they were supposed to be his family. Yeah. I mean, his other family but you know you've seen him also in the prequels with the the speeder races with Anakin and they're just in the hillside just shooting him for no reason at all it's like you know I mean that's what Tuscan Raiders do right they just they shoot at things that move yeah yeah so th this really explained their culture and I really like the culture I thought it was really cool but you're right the disappointment of them not being there at the end and not you know because they how could they kill an entire species of people you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Why? Where's the other tribes? How come the, tri the other tribes didn't help out with with what was going on? I mean, it was his tribe that was gone, but they were they were split off into these other tribes, right? They didn't. Mm -hmm. 
and they just said they killed them off. I'm like, how are you going to kill all those people with the people that you have? Yeah. Yeah. We were getting tired of how slow uh, Bubba Fett moved. <laughs> yeah. he just, I mean, for a bounty hunter that supposedly has... He's supposed to be in his 50s or 60s, right? He's old already. I'm, I'm in my... I'm about to be 50, so yeah. I, I feel his pain. I, like, I, I need that chamber. I still <laughs> wanted to see him, you know, put on gear and just, you know, slay some people. Yeah. So what were the... Okay, so we have some disappointments. Obviously, slow... Obviously, he... I can't leave the disappointments without the biggest disappointment. Okay, the shoot. Me. It's the mods. <laughs> I'm sorry. The colorful, the colorful people, as I call them, the uh, Star Wars Power Rangers. Yeah. Star Wars Power Rangers. You were the one who said that, Ryan. Uh, sorry. Made me laugh. You know, with them and their colors, they didn't really seem to have any useful thing to bring to the story. Their acting didn't match up. And then don't even be started on their slow speeders. Yeah. yeah. We could not believe how slow those speeders were and how ugly the colors were. Well, I, if you, okay, do you remember uh, Back to the Future and he comes back and it's the 50s and every, you know, he's got the, and it just looks all janky and weird. Everybody's clothes look different. And then even when uh, in the series, when they went into the future and it, they've got that, the, the weird colors and the weird look, that's what this reminds me of. It's like, they're forcing a fashion statement of what the future might look like with these people. And uh -huh. it's like, come on. You're right, yeah, that's, that was it. The, the, the storyline just drug on. <laughs> and there was not enough. We were just hoping for something to pick up in the storyline. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. We were just kind. Mm. Yeah, I thought it drug on. So, okay, with the disappointment then, what were the highlights of the series? Jabba the Hutt's cousins. <laughs> the Rancor. Yeah, the, yeah. The Rancor was cool. Rancor I, monster. I'm happy it wasn't Claymation Rancor, but th there was some, <laughs> I, I see some of the animation of it, and I did, I was a little disappointed in a couple of things with the Rancor. Yeah. The Chewbacca, or sorry, the... Kersanston? Yeah, the big Chewbacca guy. I like him. That was so cool. I was really happy to see him because the last time you saw a bunch of Wookiees was uh, Wookie. was you. in the prequels. Order 66 mm -hmm. yeah. with Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. I thought that was really cool to see another Wookiee in, in play. I mean... The and he was cool looking. Mm -hmm. Wookiee. Oh, you, the, and the, the uh, electric knuckles? Yeah. Oh, that was those are awesome. Yeah. But you just like sparked them. Yes. Oh yeah. So those are some of the three that I liked. Oh, and then the character at the very end that we got to see. Um, who was that? With the Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Oh, the bounty hunter hat. Cad Bane was just seeing live action Cad Bane after watching Cad Bane in animation, and they did a great job mm. bringing him. Fantastic. You know, and his mannerisms because yeah. he was the best bounty hunter. And he's creepy and he was and he was a true bounty hunter, you know. He didn't have any redeeming qualities. Mm -hmm. He went to whoever would pay him the most and yep. you know. But it was cool though too that how Boba Fett was connected to this man mm -hmm. or this thing. Yeah. yeah. They had history. Mm -hmm. and, and then the pre and the Clone Wars and Rebels actually built on that a mm -hmm. little bit. 
So for the people that hadn't seen that, it's like really nice to see that yeah. this kid was taken under wing by this guy. But I also like the fact that they tied back in with Filoni since mm -hmm. he created those. I loved, and that's one of the things why I like, I like seeing these live action where they pull in the different people. I like seeing Ahsoka yeah. um, live yeah. action, you know, bringing yeah. in, seeing what she could potentially spin off to. Yeah. Because you know. that's, the, that's the next one, right? Is going to be the Ahsoka Tano. Uh, series, I believe. Yeah. It's rumor. Rumor. I still have a few more things I loved about the series. Mm -hmm. The ships, the Slave One, I finally got to see Boba Fett's ship, which is behind Millennium Falcon, the Slave One. Slave was One was nice. My, one of my favorites. Yeah, it was nice. I, I, It was so weird to me back in the day mm -hmm. when having the toys, and I'm like, this Joker's laying down. <laughs> You know what I mean? When you put the guy in there, but when you see it fly, it's like, oh, I get it, uh -huh. but so weird. So, so weird how they sit in there and how it flies around. The girl with the curly hair that just fixes ships and she's with all the robots. She's great. She, I thought she was she really good. She has such good banter with, yes. uh, with Mando. With Mando. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, I liked, my favorite two were episodes of Boba Fett was the two that focused on Mando, mm -hmm. you know, just to see, yeah. it kind of made Boba Fett worse because you could see the contrast of yeah. the two. You could see the chemistry and the acting ability, and even the fight scenes mm -hmm. when it was just him. I mean, when they were yeah. fighting for the dark saber, yeah. that yeah. dark saber battle was a that was a cool one. It was nice. It was a cool one. So I mean, I I got it pretty excited with that. And even going the little side thing to see Grogu. Mm -hmm. On uh, with Luke and the training and seeing the little stone houses being built, yeah, and yeah, just that whole with the ants, <laughs> fantastic. And then, um, you know, I like the uh, just the interchange, even though brief, between Ahsoka and Luke. Mm -hmm. She's like, I knew your father because um, if you don't yeah. know, yeah, um, that's Anakin's that's Anakin's Padawan. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Two Jedi's talking to each other, so it's like, yeah, you know, to have that tie again, it ties all the way back and it ties. Part of what I like with Star Wars. Is you can watch it by yourself, or you see how they weave everything mm -hmm. through, and it just makes it nerd out on it. Yeah, I, I I love the connections and relationships between all the characters, and I think that's what this whole thing is all about with the new regime kicking in and how they're just really tying in characters and really, really developing the story and putting everything into a canon instead of like all the books and comic books that never related to anything. And then now they're really trying to tie a lot of this stuff together, which is really cool. To me, that was really cool. Did you have any other highlights? No. No, I again, just how they tie everything back in, mm -hmm. even the droids at the end. Yeah, those were droids from the yeah. R five D four was there. Yeah, and just yeah, just I enjoy that. I mean, so yeah, the uh, you know the show didn't live up to my expectations, but that's just because I think they've set that bar so mm -hmm. high. Yeah, I mean that it's it's hard to meet you know those expectations yes. like series after series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How do you top each one? But I think okay. So this next question, why do you think Mando, Grogu, and Ahsoka Tano, why, were, why, why did they do a crossover, do you think? 
I mean, well, obviously, obviously, Boba Fett was in with uh, right. with in the Mando series. Also, Ahsoka was in that one. Also, with Grogu. But that's a great question because why would they? I ask myself, why would you? Because everyone's waiting for Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. You know, they all, we all have the question: What's happening with Grogu and Mando? Mm-hmm. You know. They, and I, they answered that. They did answer that. Which kind of caught me off guard. Why would you leave such a tasty morsel to build up to season three yeah. and just kind of chuck it as and Boba Fett unless they knew they need, Boba Fett needed help? Mm, I Okay. What's your opinion on it, Randy? My opinion yeah. is that the Boba Fett, like the Empire Strikes Back, was a stepping stone for the, the, the bigger picture of things. So you, we never know if that was a true answer that if he left, Grogu would be uh, a Mandalorian, right? He didn't choose that. At, at, at the moment, all you see is that, and that, I think that's just a hint, but you don't know if he decided if, you know, he talked to Luke and said, hey, I just want to see him one more time and I'm yours for, for, for the thing, you know, or there's something that I need to help him with so let me do this prior to it's like how Luke you remember Luke he goes in for training and he goes I'll be back master Yoda I promise yeah. blah 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 and this could be the same deal yeah good point and so that could be it but at the same time I'm thinking you know the Mandalorians and the and the Jedi were were enemies at one point and to have a tie like that to to join the two sheesh is amazing to me to have a Mandalorian Jedi again well, yeah. That's crazy. Well, there was a Mandalorian Jedi. That's what, who created the dark Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Thank so, you. That's but right. you're right. Again, the, the new ruler that brings everybody together for the Mandalorian, because in the Mandalorian there was another sect of uh, from Mandalore that was separate than um, uh, Mando's sect, and so to join those forces together finally, yeah. plus the Jedi. Wow. Well, Mando was part of the Death Watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they were children of the Death Watch, which they kind of alluded to in, you know, when the, this season, a little bit of yeah. Boba Fett, yeah. why he was saved and mm-hmm. he was a foundling. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's also, question, yeah. there's another one, too, where this is another stepping stone for Ahsoka Tano's series to kick in. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's intrigued. What is this chick talking about? What, you know, what is she all about? You saw pieces of it uh, with her in The Mandalorian, and now you see pieces of her again in Boba Fett, and it's like there's something going on. Mm-hmm. So, And then the next big series after this is going to be Obi-Wan, yep. which is going to be nuts. Okay. I, I, hope it's, I hope it's more... I hope it exceeds Mandalorian instead of... I mean, obviously it won't take much to exceed... Boba Fett, because obviously we're saying it's an okay series, but it didn't really meet expectations. I mean, Obi-Wan has so much potential, because you have Hayden Christensen oh, God. As, yeah. as Anakin. That's you right. Ewan McGregor yeah. doing Obi-Wan again. Yeah. So, you know, they have those guys. You know they can act in those roles. Mm-hmm. He lived among the deserts. Yeah. Well, he was there waiting for you, watching Luke grow up, you know, yeah. making sure he was okay. So he knows how to, he's obviously come across who knows how many different people. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'm excited about the tie-in to, to 
him being um, Sir Alec Guinness, where he he finally is that old man, and and you <laughs> see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you see him as a young Obi Wan, but to see him as Obi Wan as the Alec Guinness, and finally with Luke as a teenager, that would be awesome. Right. Well, part of it is during Obi Wan's watching Luke, mm-hmm. just to keep him safe, but at the same time, Anakin's trying to find him. Yeah. Because oh, he's one of the remaining good. Jedi. Yeah. Because you know, for but it's not Anakin, it's yeah. Vader at that time. But yeah. so they are still at it, still looking. People are still hunting for mm-hmm. for um, Obi Wan. Darth Maul could be brought into this series. Yeah, that's right. Um, Darth Maul was oh, still around at that time. Yeah, because I know Darth Maul fought uh, Obi Wan more than once. Yeah, so they could be brought in. You could bring Cad Bane back, hopefully. Because um, I can't imagine you. You create Cad Bane mm-hmm. just for that short little thing. I mean, because he. But they killed him though. Yes, but this would be a, this would happen before that. Oh yeah, yeah. This right. would have to happen before because this these happen. That's right. When, he, when Luke was already a Jedi. Episode after Return of the Jedi, these mm-hmm. would need to happen before. Yes. Luke. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. Before that's right. My timeline was off. You're right. You're right. I stand corrected on that one. So I mean, there's so many possibilities again, mm-hmm. and you see what they can do with. The uh, CGI, I mean, because how they used Mark Hamill in a stunt double, yeah, to like totally, br- totally break my brain. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So crazy. It's amazing. The it, it is so much better than watching Rogue One try to do Princess Leia yeah. as a young girl. But it's still, we were. I was pretty hopeful because some of the some of the masking techniques nowadays are just so amazing. Uh, when uh, Paul Walker died from Fast and the Furious, and they tried to finish that movie. They pulled in both of his brothers to stand in and then put his face on him. Because wow. one sounded like him, closer to him, so that was his voice that he used, but one had the body. So it was kind of interesting how they did that uh, with the Fast and the Furious. And so to see that and then see this and, and the progression of, uh, of computer animation, I think is amazing, super, super amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've already talked about the yay or nay, the success of the story I, I think the story was okay. Uh, I, I think it did explain a couple of things that I wanted explained. I love the fact that newer characters were involved, um, such as the Wookiee, and and I love seeing the, 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 the mechanic. She's just awesome. I wish that Mando's ship was better. I liked it. The only thing I don't like is the V8 thing in the front. It's like the engine's to the side. What, why do you need this thing popping up out of the the front for stuff like that yeah things things like that like the the tactical things about them fighting and when you know they're getting outrun and everybody's hiding behind one thing and not moving behind that ship i'm like yeah you gotta move it's like this is tactically if you guys are military you guys gotta know how to move even watching military movies or or seeing you know people in action you 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 know you you can't just stay in one spot you're gonna get killed (laughs) so they're all stand and they all go behind this truck i'm like hey you can go anywhere else but that truck why don't you go to a higher ground so you can kind of help snipe you know it's it's so weird to me that the tactically it was off for me it was off i kept yelling about it like while watching it my wife was dina was just losing her mind she was just laughing going it ain't about you know <laughs> i'm like it is about that if they're fighting tactical yeah fighting, there's, fighting. there's got to be a, if there's any kind of military in them they got to be fighting tactically but i guess not so but I, I i think the success of it was okay there were bits and pieces that i loved 
but then I realize in my head I'm thinking that it it's more of a stepping stone for other projects. Yes. And they needed a filler. This is a filler. <laughs> While st I just feel like this is one of those fillers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, reading through a couple of different things and one of the articles I read, you know, Star Wars has shied away from movies mm -hmm. after the the, um, the prequels. The prequels that you know they weren't too bad. They actually got brought up when you watched them in the Clone Wars to help them be stronger. You mm -hmm. know, but the sequels, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, they really struggled. Uh, Solo didn't do well, so even so he lost money on those. But Star Wars should not give up on movies because I think Boba Fett would have been a perfect movie. Yeah, I think there was a. There was right amount of content. They could have been like a nice two, little over two hour movie. Mm -hmm. I think would have filled it really well. Yeah. Good point. With this eight series, was there seven episodes? Seven, seven episodes. Seven, yeah. yeah, that's seven hours or. Yeah, roughly seven. Shy hours. of. Yeah. yeah, so. That, that would be one thing, you know. I think the content was there, the idea yeah. was good, but you know, when you watch those movies and it just it drags. You know, like, well, I can get up and go to the bathroom now. I'm not missing anything. That's what yeah. kind of reminded mm -hmm. me of this. Okay. Um, I You brought up Solo. I actually, Solo and Rogue One, a lot of people hated. And I'm one of the guys that loved it. Ella's, one of Ella's favorite ones is Rogue One. Yeah. Okay. Rogue yeah. One has got to be one of my favorite. My, I love it. it. Yeah, it has a, you know. There's something about it. It just, it was because it started tying pieces together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rogue One. Rogue One and Solo were my... And I think um, one of their new releases that's supposed to come out this year, it will tie back into Rogue One. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he was the pilot that, oh, that flew... Oh, the TIE fighter. No, no, no. no. flew the ship, ship that they went to, you know, and then helped land on Rogue One. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. he actually, it's like I'm a prequel for kind of building that in. Mm. That's, that's kind of cool. Man, I wish I could remember the name of it, but you know, they might tie it back. That will tie back into it. So you know, they're building Star Wars. You know, um, their Star Wars is trying to create their own fill in the gaps of some yeah. of these things because yeah. Star Wars has such a rich, long history. Oh yeah, a lot of it, and um, they have a lot of things out of canon now that they can pull back into canon uh -huh. if they wanted to. So I think there's a lot they can do with it. You know, just like we're excited about the Obi Wan coming mm -hmm. up, and it's because it fills this gap that we all wondered what was happening. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, you know, and I think with Boba Fett, and that's why I was so excited about Boba Fett. What happened to this guy who <laughs> yeah, starts it. his life almost in a parade in California? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, you're talking, you're, you watch the behind the scenes. I saw the behind the scenes. So you see this, they just come up with this character and put him in a parade next to Darth Vader. And he kills it. He's and a superhero. Yeah. He's a superstar right after that. Never said anything. It just, he, this legend of him builds. Mm. He's in this weird cartoon with uh, Luke. Yeah, that was a weird, um, and it, it wasn't, it's, yeah, it was you know, so, so And it's just building on this. So to, to actually see him get you think his screen time mm -hmm. then I was like well maybe my idea of Boba Fett was way cooler than <laughs> yeah in my in my head in there my was head, more. you know well if you look at Mando and and how you know he's supposed to be the second most or at the time the best bounty hunter was him but you know you had Bask and all those other guys too but the hammerhead guy and yeah. but it, this I just think that I, I, I think um, 
Star Wars is now back to the right track or, or getting to where it needs to be again. So, can't wait. In any yeah, case, I'm excited to see where they go. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll still be excitedly waiting to see the next version of yeah. which one they're going to put out. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm skeptic if Hayden Christensen can act, but. Ah, uh, no, we're going to talk about that because <laughs> because Luke Skywalker was just as whiny. And I think I, I think you have to have a whiny dude to have a whiny son. There's something about whiny, <laughs> whiny. I mean, there's yeah. Luke and Anakin. They both are just crybabies. Whiny, they, they were whiny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether or not he can act, oh, well. All right. He was a little less whiny in Clone Wars. Oh, uh, he was a little yeah. more likable, how they portrayed him. He matured yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, it, yeah we, we all call him <laughs> whiny Anakin. Because yeah. I know Ewan McGregor, he's a great actor. I've seen him in tons of movies. Yeah. So he, he'll captivate me. Mm -hmm. I, I hope I'm captivated by him. <laughs> all right. So we'll see. Well, that's our time. I'm Randy Badano. Aaron Clary. Brian Kipp. And you've been listening to Upper left life.